All right, you're inside the Power Hour. I'm your host, DJ Larry Jones, a.k.a. Mr. Important. If you don't know me, then you don't know anybody. I have a special guest on the line joining me today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, award-winning journalist, Ed Gordon. Ed, how are you? What's up, man? How you feeling? Oh, man, I'm doing pretty good, man. First off, I want to thank you so much for joining me today, man. My pleasure, man. Yeah, uh, you know, there's so much going on in the world today, man. I don't even know where to begin. But let's start with uh, voting, all right? Uh, I, I want to stress to the youth that this is a critical time in our lives, man, and I think they should really get out there. And I've been pushing this voting thing. They should get out there and vote, man. Explain to the people, to the youth in particular, how important it is for them to get out there and vote. You, you know, I want to ex- ex- express that to everybody. You know, sometimes right. we say that, that young people don't vote. The numbers show that. But, but there are a lot of people that don't vote, right? Right. At the end of the day, we've got to determine that voting really makes a difference. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've started to kind of point out when you look at Breonna Taylor and the situation down there, right. the attorney general's position was one that was voted on. So mm-hmm. Cameron was voted into office. So when you vote the wrong people into office, um, you get the outcome that we saw with Breonna Taylor. When you talk about policing in a particular city, police chiefs are often uh, appointed by mayors who are voted in. Right. I think about Ferguson and Michael Brown and the district attorney in Ferguson. But that district attorney had had um, dubious racial uh, trials brought to light for years and years and years, yet nobody voted him out. Right. You know, so voting is important for all the people that said, well, I don't know if it matters. Well, if you don't know, then there's no harm in voting. Right. And if it does matter, then you need to vote. And if you don't realize how much it matters with the condition of our country right now, and you see this man in the White House and you don't think that it would have been different if Hillary Clinton or anybody else for that matter, even a different Republican have been in office, then I really don't need to talk to you. Right. You can't see the dynamic that there are cases that are so obvious that it matters. If you can't see that now, I, I really, I don't waste my time talking to you. Exactly, man. You know, this whole year started off really, really crazy, man. Uh, what are your thoughts on the year 2020? I hear people, some people say, just throw the whole year away and start, start all over. Right, right. But we can't do that now, can we? So we can't do that. Literally, uh, at the start of the year, I released my new book, Conversations in Black, right? Right. I was on a book tour in February that started. By March, the pandemic had hit. Mm-hmm. And so it shut down the book tour. Um, and then everything started to unravel and the explosion came with the death of George Floyd. Right. And it seems like everything just keeps mounting and mounting. You know, my daughter is in her mid twenties and I'm tight with her and all of her friends. And, you know, we have conversations and it's rough for young people who really are kind of coming into their own. If you're into your twenties and you know, your adulthood and your jobs and and now there's all this uncertainty. Mm-hmm. But, you know, life isn't always fair. And right. so, uh, you know, you control what you can control. And so that's what I tell people. We, we couldn't control the pandemic. But you can control the spread of the pandemic. I was just in ATL recently. Uh-huh. You look at, you know, some of these parties that we throw in. This ain't white folk uh-huh. only. This is us, right? Mm-hmm. 
uh, I look at people who know better and who tell on a day to day, oh, you know, wear your mask, wait, but check out their IG live and see how many times they throw a backyard party. And, oh, yeah. You know, they taking pictures without masks. And then they'll tell you, but we put my mask right back on. Okay. Okay. What's but done is done. Up. You know, I'm not asking you just to lock yourself in a basement, but we do have to be as mindful as we can, right? And for black folk, again, this is killing us, mm -hmm. right? Because we don't get the same health care. We don't have the same insurance. We don't take care of ourselves in the same way. So we got underlying condition, conditions and it's taken us out. Right. And so you have to ask yourself, man, this is a rough year, but dude, we done made it through slavery. We done made it through all kinds of atrocities. We've made it through uh, a, a, a country that we love that hasn't always loved us. Right. So we're going to make it through this, but it's just how we make it through. And do we do the best we can do to make it through? Right, right. Now, I, I've also heard that uh, for employees, right, they was going to make it to where if you don't have the vaccine, you can't come back to work until you get that vaccine. Yeah, that's going to be a rougher one to, to really put through. Mm -hmm. uh, it, but if it's a privately owned company, they can certainly do that. Right. Um, but those are the things I just did a two hour, a town hall with a bunch of black, um, healthcare professionals and experts. And they were talking about whether we should involve ourselves in the clinical trials because black folk ever since Tuskegee experiment didn't want any parts of clinical trials in the government and all of that. And so, you know, many of them were talking about, they understood the hesitancy, but we need to participate in these trials and make sure things are better. And you got black people in place to oversee it. And we just need to make sure that we get information. I would not be first in line to get <laughs> that vaccine, but there are, other, there are other medicines that eventually we end up taking as black folk that we believe are doing well. And they all went through clinical trials and we have, you just need to be educated. That's all I'm telling black folk to do. Right. Your decision is your decision, but just be educated about why you're voting for someone, be educated as to why you have decided to participate or not to participate in clinical trials or to wear a mask or not wear a mask. I got plenty of friends and acquaintances who are conspiracy theorists and they don't really want to wear masks. Right. Uh, but I tell them, dude, it ain't about you. If it was huh? only gonna kill you, cool, don't wear it. I'll watch you drop dead if it happens. <laughs> but, you know, now you affected me and my family because exactly. you're uncomfortable. That's a whole, you know, that's like somebody fronting you, right? Yeah. You walk outside of your door and yeah. somebody fronting you. Right. Well, right. that's what the pandemic and people who aren't wearing. Now you fronting me, right? So here come my little Detroit thing. I was born in Detroit. So here's my little Detroit thing for everybody. You fronting me. Now we're going to have to make some decisions. Right. Right. So the little cat that's on TV, that ain't really me. The, the Detroit thing. Yeah. Is, so now you front me. It's a danger to me and mine. And yes, now we're going to have to deal with it. So it's the same thing. Like, I, yeah. don't, I don't want to wear a mask. Right. I got to run back to the car when I forget it and all. I don't want yeah. to wear it, but I also understand what it means. And so let's just be educated. Too often we're too emotional. You know, we're working off emotion and, and, and not knowledge. And that's all I want us to be. You can make your own decision. Just make it from a knowledgeable place. Right. Now, uh, with all that being said, as far as uh, protecting yourself and, you know, you still got to wash your hands, wear your mask and protect yourself and protect others around you. With that being said, the holiday seasons are coming up. And it's going to be, I mean, as far as Black Friday, I don't know what they're going to do with Black Friday. I don't know if they're going to, you know, I, for me personally, I'm shopping online. But 
give some advice to people out there who may want to get into that holiday rush. Dude, forget Black Friday. It's whether or not you... Look, my wife and I have been discussing whether we're going to go to her mother's for Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. who lives with her sister. They just bought a big home in, in Vegas. So, you know, we were talking about the people that will be coming, congregating. Even though you know them, you don't know where they've been. Where they've been for twenty four seven? They got kids. Kids is in school, running around. Mm-hmm. These are decisions that we're gonna have to make. They're not easy decisions. They're not decisions we want to. You know, for all of what we complain about being with some relatives over the holiday, we still miss it if it doesn't happen. Yes. You know, your crazy uncle that you laugh about, but you would miss it if you don't get a chance to laugh about him this week, or your drunk auntie that starts dancing when Maze comes on, that kind of thing. But if you don't get it this year, you're going to miss it. But then you have to ask yourself, do I protect them? Do I protect myself? Do I, do we do zoom or, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, some other uh, way of getting together this year versus what we would normally do. These are real questions that have to be asked. And again, I tell people, these are your decisions. Just make it educated decision. At the end of the day, you have to ask yourself if I got sick, if I did, mm-hmm. would it have been worth me doing this? You know, most of the time it isn't. And I'm not talking about sick with just some coughs and sniffles. We're talking sick, sick. But I'm talking about those that die from this, that are yeah. placed on ventilators. So it's not the majority of people, but it can happen to you. And you don't have to be 80. You don't have to be overweight or, you know, with, no. with lung disease. It can jump on you. Little kids are dying from this. Yeah. What's real? And so these are, again, goes back to the question of, do you want someone in the White House who's telling you that we're right around the corner and everything's fine, yet there are projections of, by February, you know, 300,000 people being dead Mm. or above. This is real. And so it does matter. It does matter for everybody who says it doesn't matter. You can't convince me that it wouldn't be different if someone else were in that White House. Absolutely. Ed, I thank you so much, man, for stopping by and dropping that on us, man. I really appreciate that. Uh, you know, uh, anything anything you want to plug, anything you, we should look forward to from you? I would tell you, election night, we're doing um, our own election coverage in conjunction with um, uh, the NAACP. Uh-huh. So on their social media platforms and um, on my Facebook, we'll go live at 7 Eastern. Uh, I'll be joined by uh, people like Jamel Hill and Michael Eric Dyson. We'll have uh, a look in on many of the swing states and kind of keeping a watch of um, what's going on. So for everybody who's used to watching their favorite MS or CNN, you know, continue to watch that and know that that's what we do on those nights. But everybody watches eight and nine different things now. So, you know, right. hit your phone um, and, and make sure you do that. And I encourage everybody to pick up uh, the book Conversations in Black. It's a great book, 40 plus um, influences and leaders from from the usual suspects. Maxine Waters and Stacey Abrams and uh, um, um, many others, Michael Eric Dyson, Eric Holder to Harry Belafonte, Killer Mike, Jamel Hill, um, T.I. And it's all written as if we were in one room together holding a conversation. Right. So I encourage everybody to pick that up. But but more than anything, I encourage you to vote. Definitely. Definitely. Make sure you get out there and vote. You know, your voice matters. It's the Power Hour with DJ Larry Jones. Thank you so much. Ed Gordon, good to see you. My man. All right. It's the power hour.